Oh. I, I don't know. I, you know, I hope you enjoyed it because, <laughs> you know, the boxing pushed his face in and then the plastic surgery, they tried to like, like push and pull the face back out and into place. And it, it <laughs> between the two of them, all they did was, uh, just, just mangle that man. Yeah. Well, the, his, his, his face, it's like, it really, yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. It almost looks like they took a, a plastic mold from, like, somebody else, and they were like, all right, we'll just stick that on him. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, that's kind of the problem with plastic surgery when you, like, small, subtle corrections can be amazing. Amazing. Like, uh, I have, a, I have a, a friend who got a nose job not too long ago, and I always thought that she was pretty before, but with the, the slight nose job that she got i mean she's just stunning now and 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 if you didn't know before if you didn't know her before you wouldn't have known it afterwards like i said real subtle real chill like but you know you see you see people that are going in for their 15th or 16th procedure and it's just please some some surgeon needs to stop cutting these people up you gotta, you gotta imagine that there's also like a doctor somewhere that's like, yeah, coming into my office. It's like this looks like an alley. And they're like, nah, 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 nah. There's a door. Back of a Volkswagen. Van. Back the, yeah, it's right. Something really like, like this doesn't seem legitimate. Like maybe this, maybe this guy isn't a good doctor. And they're like, nah, nah. He's, so here's what you, you're gonna do. You're gonna go to the Seven Eleven on Fourteenth Street. You're gonna go in the Seven Eleven. You're gonna go ask. The guy at the front, can I have the key to the bathroom, please? The key to the bathroom will unlock the bathroom where I will be waiting with my instrumentation. Yeah. We will have, don't worry about the table. We're going to flip down that little baby changing table station. <laughs> that thing's solid. Trust me on this one. Solid, solid. We've only lost two patients of that. And, yeah. Uh, that was only because we were doing both of them at the same time. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. this table hasn't broken at all on us except for that that one incident but uh we won't go into that you know it just yeah there's like there's oh my god like fly by night operations or what in the hell even was going through some of these people's minds it makes you feel bad malpractice insurance where we're going we don't need malpractice insurance (laughs) do you have any idea how many 7-elevens there are in the country (laughs) they're not gonna find me i I don't even have to set up (laughs) shop it's already set up for me Like yeah, but that you need a vasectomy. I got you covered. I just bring my soldering iron. I'm gonna plug it in the wall there. They keep a wall socket open for me at the Seven Elevens. Hold hold on, just say I'm gonna go get a, a taquito that's been there for six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> gonna go with the roller. <laughs> a little little bit peckish. I'm gonna go to the. Oh, roller. that's disgusting. <laughs> what's my uh, hot dog? What's in this nacho the... cheese? <laughs> what's in this nacho cheese? Yuck. It's chewy. Welcome to the Save vs. Poison podcast, the podcast dedicated to gaming, general geekery, and enduring sobriety in an ever-maddening society. My name is Will. I am your host. Joining me tonight, he recently installed one of Danny's portable glory holes at a local Catholic confessional booth because he said it should have been an option from the start. It's Ticky, everybody. Oh, hey. How you doing? 
That's that's actually really true. It really should have been. I don't know why it wasn't there sooner. Right. I mean, you got the the you got the 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 confessional face hole shutter thing. You know what? It's 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 one of those things where you uh, you install something that somebody says they're never going to use, and they kind of get mad at you for even doing it. And then, like, of course, the moment you walk away, its use is like through the you know through the roof. <laughs> they're uh, they're 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 angry. They're like it's like how dare you? How dare you? I can't believe you. And that uh, sir, you already have yourself unzipped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why why are why are you out? Why are you tackle out? tackle out do a couple of uh you know a couple of hail marys and <laughs> get your knob end sucked on the hell and, do you uh, think i wear this weird black dress thing for it's exactly with a cassock <laughs> is, is that what that's called a cassock uh okay. i believe i believe that the the catholic priests wear cath cassocks i believe that that's that's what they that's what they're called i don't know uh i know that neo wears one in two of the three matrix films I wonder if he'll wear it in the fourth. No, that his was a. Uh... Wow, this time I thought it was a trench coat. It was a cassock, man, wasn't it? I mean, he had a trench coat in the first movie, yes, but in the second and third one, they met, they went like full on Jesus. Uh, corollary. Not even, not even like allegory. trying to hide it. Not even trying to hide. No, no, of course not. I mean, you know, it's the whole uh, son of God. AKA the the wasn't like the the whole mythology behind the the matrix that the that the neo thing the glitch in the system that always arose that was always there in every single iteration of the matrix there was one person that was like destined to be able to do all that crap in the matrix yeah and then the then the then the the archetype guy would bore the hell out of everyone with his speech yeah and then Neo yeah yeah yeah. this is the 16th time this has happened yeah Jesus who wrote this who wrote wrote that part of the script is like and vis-a-vis the one will always be the one as the glitch in Matrix so vis-a-vis the one will always and it's like oh my god wow this is it's like why why are you doing this why is it why are you still in the room with this guy listening to him like babble like it was was a super super stylistic fun action romp that yeah, you made I mean, they, made really confusing at the end yeah then you had like dr no there like suddenly telling you and, and that one then and, and you mean to tell me that in all the different ones that there have been there wasn't one of them that had like poor impulse control and that guy <laughs> was like so you see the one was and he's like bye they're like, like, like all paragons of morality one who's just like <laughs> Yeah, there's just like there's like one who's just sitting there like like moving his hand like as, as like a mouth like just this is what you're doing, this is what you're doing. <laughs> oh my god! Like oh god! Look. Blah 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 blah. Look, my my old boss has penises <laughs> for fingers now. <laughs> Edward Dicker hands. <laughs> like, yeah, there's got like one. Yeah, one. There had to have been one of the of the ones like they couldn't have all been like introverted, you know, weirdos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they weren't. They weren't all. Uh, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Not yeah, to not like, to bag on uh on, on Keanu. Keanu's a uh an incredibly sweet really? man from all from oh, yes. all accounts. Absolutely incredibly sweet man. And he was rocking the shit, uh, in both that mo- those movies and uh the, the John Wick films. I would just love it if they just showed him like l- like literally just showed one of the previous iterations of the one, just like like leaving before the guy's even done with this this talk. Like just just suddenly like takes off like so you see this algorithm is oh whoa whoa where are you going? <laughs> <It's> like, 
I'm not even. Oh, wow! It's like uh, <laughs> the one never, never thought uh, that he would uh, like, like afflict the agents with some kind of like biological malady. Like, like, oh, Agent Smith, you now have <laughs> raging diarrhea. <and> are unable <laughs> to dodge my bullets because your pants are full. <laughs> oh yeah. Any number of things, like like yeah, there's a there's a number of ways that could have gone. Now that I think about it, I really just wish that they had like they they had like discussed or shown any of the others that were like that came before Keanu that you know that when they were like they have all chosen this way, they have all done it like this, and it's like, man, did did machines ever really not understand humanity? <laughs> Seriously, I would have made the Merovingian impotent. I think if I was yeah, <laughs> you like the you like the you get like the one who's like bipolar and that dude's like in the room with him and he's just like, no, it's cool, man. I got this. Like just breaks all the TV monitors. Now you can't watch shit. What are you gonna do about that? And then like just storms out like he won. How's like, it feel? Oh fuck! Ah, oh, god damn it! I forgot the ones. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, when I'm in the Matrix, I'm perfectly fine. When I'm out of the Matrix, chemical imbalance. Chemical imbalance. So, yeah, good times, dude. Good times. No, that's a that's that's a that's a good start. We went from Catholicism to uh, uh, the Matrix to. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, Smith having diarrhea. It's kind of it's kind of interesting that we well we went from glory holes in the Catholic Church. That's Let's just true. say that. That's true. That's true. It was. It wasn't Although, Catholicism itself. It was glory. In our, yeah, in our, in our, yeah. But in, in our defense, I mean, you're looking at a market. That's a pretty target-rich, you know, market right there. That's yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. To all our Catholics out there, I don't think there are any of you. We have a listener in Bulgaria. Not that those two things are connected. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> we have a listener in Bulgaria. Wow. I, I thought that was really kind of cool. I saw that the other day when I was checking out the. Well. The, the demographics uh not hopefully. nothing to do with the uh the whole uh catholicism bent well, hopefully he bad, has, hopefully bad. hopefully our listener in bulgaria has a as a, a portable glory hole too <clears throat> maybe i you know i now i want to know what that's called in bulgarian if bulgarian is actually a language i know nothing about that country it's a fair point nothing about that country whatsoever but now i gotta learn yep portable penis porthole <laughs> I think they just call that. A I think zipper. it would actually like just a, be called a zipper. I think it'd be a, a portable pleasure hole. Might be a better way of saying that. Yeah, that sounds better at the at the Thanksgiving table. Than, uh, yeah, it really does, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, it really does. I don't know what the 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 whole Catholicism thing. So I saw an episode of uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia just yeah. recently. Uh, not even an episode of it. Uh, Cricket. Do you do you know the character Cricket? Yeah, I remember it. So he started starts off as a as a Catholic priest, right? Yes. Yeah, and then I think that I think that's where I think that's where I made the uh, the connection because he's he was oh my god did I, I stole a joke I stole a freaking joke oh no now I'm now I'm sad now I'm sad because cricket literally is in a he's he's in a toilet stall asking to hear somebody's confession and there's a glory hole right there oh no. This well, is, yeah, but if you remember is, correctly, Frank also insta- installed that slide so you could see who you're, who's true. on the other side. Frank was a Frank was a some sort of strange, true true innovator. True innovator, like like if Danny was shorter, I I, <laughs> I liked I liked when uh, I really liked later on in later episodes where Danny DeVito started basically describing like various movies as though they were really his life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
I had to go, I had to go up into the mountains to get away from these cops. And then I was climbing down the <laughs> climbing down this cliff, and they started shooting at me. So I had to jump off into these trees. I was like, no, 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 Frank, that's <laughs> that's awesome. That's first blood, Mister Stallone. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm telling you, this is what happened. I got into a gunfight with the sheriff. It wasn't my war. <laughs> it was your war. <laughs> Freaking Danny DeVito. Freaking Danny DeVito, man. How are things? How's your uh, How's your week since uh, last week's check in? That's been alright. Yeah. Yeah, nothing to write home about, but motorcycle riding and. Yeah, I, I and... did take a, I took a long ride yesterday. I actually rode out to Boulder, and then from there I rode south to Golden, Ooh. and then I looped back home. And that whole trip, like you get about like I don't know, five or six miles outside of Golden, and the temperature just drops. Yeah. And then I, on the way down, the way down uh, ninety three to yeah, Golden yeah. was the same way. Like every every once in a while, there'd just be a massive temperature drop. And I just like that kept, kept on hitting those. I, whenever I head up to uh, the hills to play poker, uh, I, I head up 93, uh, a little bit west of uh, of where I live, and uh, yeah, it's 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 a nice uh, it's a nice uh, stretch of uh, gently windy highway before I get into the into the twisties of the canyons. Yeah, that was you know some, yeah that was really nice. I rode, I rode for it was 80 some odd miles just riding. Yeah, pretty nice. Cool. Actually, really pleasant. It was also at night, which I'm trying to get a little bit more confident about but i don't know i still have this problem as i've as i've told uh, my girlfriend uh, that when i look in my rearview mirrors at night yeah like i you could i can only see like one set of headlights or two sets of headlights on my left or on my right yeah that just disappear you know there's a whole lot of like other cars and stuff like that that just disappear uh from that snapshot that i get from the mirrors and that that bothers me because when i'm you know driving in the day you can see like you know rows and rows and you know, back worth of cars. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, I, don't, I don't ride much at night at all. Like, like once or twice on the way home after uh, having a long day in the operating room. Um, but, but I really try not to try to leave before uh, an hour before I know the sun's gonna go down. Uh, like if I'm up at Blackhawk, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I know the sun's going down at eight thirty, I'm out the door at like seven fifteen to make sure that I've got plenty of time. Because it takes me yeah. about an hour to get uh, up there and back. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's uh, that's the that's the the thought on it. It just uh, it was just it was just, it was just fun though. I yeah. really, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a weird thing actually. A strange metaphor happened while I was riding along. I was on six, and this car pulls up, um, enters the highway. They're a little ways ahead of me. I start to kind of like, but I'm like going to pass them because I'm going a lot faster than they are. And I haven't noticed that they have like no tail lights. And their brake lights worked, but they have no taillights at all. Huh. And I was riding along, and I got my full face helmet on, you know, and I'm on my, my rather loud motorcycle. And I really wanted to, like, try and signal them, but I'm like, I have no idea. Between the loudness of my motorcycle, the wind, and everything else, to alert them that, hey, you don't have any taillights. It's kind of dangerous. Um, and then yeah. I thought the other thing I could do is I could just follow them to wherever they were going. These two young girls, uh, like somewhere between like 16 and 21. Uh, and then that would just really weird them out. So uh-huh. not having any real recourse on what to do, I kind of like just drove on. It was really strange. I mean, I drove next to them for like, you know, only like 30 seconds, but I was like right next to them kind of like, 
how do I communicate this? <laughs> like yeah. 75 miles an hour with a loud motorcycle underneath me. So, yeah, bit of a bit of a thing. There's no way I could actually like you know kind of bring them uh, to a sure. Yeah, so, just, 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 me. just pull out a wily e. coyote sign that says, uh, "Hey, ladies, guess what?" <laughs> Super genius. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just really didn't know. Like, I, I, I really wanted to help out. I really, really wanted to help them out. I, I, I kind of like it was, it's dangerous. They, could get, you know, it's a target for cops to pull them over. Um, everything else, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know how to. Like safely do that. Yeah, You're I on a bike. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to, how to safely do this, and I really don't know how to do it without you know yet again in my life weirding somebody so, out, weirding, weirding, weirding women out. <laughs> it'd, be like, it'd be like that weird. Yeah, you know, I read like they, they, they finally get to where they're going, and I'd pull up right behind them, and I'd be like, because I couldn't hear within my my helmet. And the girl, on, yeah. She'd go, "What? I can't understand you." And I'd flip up the visor, and then she'd spray me in the face with mace. And of course, you get off the bike, and you've been on the bike now for, let's see, if you're somewhere on Highway 93, you would have been about an hour, hour and a half into your ride, maybe two hours into your ride, depending on where you were. So you've got the the, the nut funk and the saddle soreness going on. So you're like getting off and sort of hobbling at them like some sort of strange post-apocalyptic radioactive or, motorcycle or even, on a Honda. Or, or even better, just like absentmindedly kind of like, you know, pulling at my junk to try and like get you know get my balls loose just, you know just, unstuck just, from my leg just trying to crane them out of yeah. the, uh, the, anything, the crevasse of your thighs yeah anything yeah. anything yeah. just so it's like <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you doing like, yeah, have a, yeah no i can see this i can actually see this scenario playing out uh, not in my favor i could just see it playing out like how how badly that would go and you know, and then there's my good deed for the for the for the day just ruined. You're 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 on your knees on the on the ground next to next to your bike, yeah. and you're like tears streaming from your yeah. eyes because of the of the pepper just, spray. Yeah, and you're right. Like, just your, your tail lights are out. That's all. Yeah, just just ah. like a, like a huge snot bubble on the inside of my mask, like on the inside of the helmet, like <laughs> like just draining into the vent. Then that way the vent gets stuck, and it's just yeah, no good. Like there was just there was just like no way to like really help them. Beautiful. It, it sucked. I really wanted to, but there was like nothing nothing like I could do. I couldn't like you know. Like I mean, I guess I could have like done a couple of different things, but I'm highly dubious and been at least a few of them illegal. Uh yeah, yeah. So big, big, luckily though, uh, I didn't get well. maced, so that's a good thing. <laughs> you continued on your way. Good. Right. Good. Good. Uh let's see. Um I uh I had a pretty chill week. I um you remember Uncle Willie? Yeah. Got to have lunch with him. Um uh rode the bike up to Where the hell Firestone, is he? Uh what's that? Firestone. So isn't he? he works in Firestone, but he lives in Greeley. Oh. And we were originally gonna get uh we were gonna get lunch in I wanna say on the west side of I-25 near Firestone, Frederick. Yeah, Fre- we're going to have uh, lunch in Frederick originally, but because he works in that area uh, and because of the nature of what he does, he didn't want to like potentially see anybody. So he asked if we could do a place uh, closer to where he lives. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. You know, So I got to I got to hop on the bike. And unfortunately, the ride up, the, the ride, I, I know that Danny was always like, I hate 
taking lefts and rights. And I was like, well, like, what the fuck? Why? Like, what? That's the fun part of riding a motorcycle is is turning and leaning and and that at least to me that's the fun part of riding a motorcycle. So riding anywhere east of the foothills isn't all that great. <clears throat> it's mostly just straight roads. You really do gotta like pick and choose. I don't know. You can you can to find. I mean, they're there. They exist, I, but you, for the most just, part. You really you just got to find a, a city or a part of the city where the city planners did a really bad job. Yeah. You could also yeah, yeah. go sure. that route. Sure. Shitty city planners while I'm in a cage, but uh, wonderful city planners when I'm riding two wheels. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I went to – got to road, road for like two and a half hours that day and then got to have uh, lunch at a, a barbecue buffet, which was okay. Uh, it wasn't wasn't amazing, but wasn't wasn't terrible. Uh, you know, pretty pretty – pretty simple i i don't know i i feel like i should never get buffets anymore just order something off the menu that that you think is going to be good like the sausage was okay the brisket was pretty decent but the the everything else that was was there was i don't uh, i don't I don't, I don't do buffets because i'm afraid there's like one asshole who's walking around without a mask just sneezing and everything going my rights my rights oh no i don't worry about that i clip oh, really? uh, i clip some of my pubes and every time i go to the uh, buffet, i sprinkle on there like like really shitty does, bacco bits <laughs> did you mind you mind explaining to me how that prevents you from getting covid Oh my uh uh <clears throat> my pubes are are uh antiviral. Oh, okay. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's why I've that's never nice. never had a disease. And you just like you just like wash your wash your junk in like hand sanitizer? Uh no, no, that just just born that way, man. Just, oh, wow. just born that way. Huh. That's uh that's uh So this is this every is more time, of a... every time my wife's like, "Hey, why don't you why don't you trim that hedge back?" Uh, you'd probably get an extra inch back if you if you did. I'd be like, no, 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 no. Here's the here's the science behind why I have a great gigantic bush down there. That's, mm. that's and uh, it's it's gotcha. all about. So this uh, is this is like a public service you're doing. Yeah, yeah. If your oh, Caesar okay. salad makes you go, <laughs> and you pull you know a, a brown and curly out, uh, you're not going to get COVID for at least 24 hours. You're there welcome, you America. Yeah. Well, that's good for you. That's good. Good of you to do that. I'm I'm a giver. <laughs> I'm a giver. There are worse things to give. Not by much. <laughs> I can only think of like the diseases. The actual diseases are the only things that are that are worse to give. So, um, but yeah. Uh, other than that, it's been uh, you know just kind of suburban life, getting the kids back into the routine of of school and trying to be a attentive parent when it comes to homework. Although now that all of their systems for homework um accountability are online i am both encouraged and discouraged at the same time because I, I i thought that they would be easier to navigate like like if there was an issue i should just get alerts like your son got a, an f on this test your son didn't turn in this assignment like it would be nice if i was getting updates like that but trying to navigate a school system that has multiple different ways of getting to information and not all the information is stored in the same place can be kind of frustrating. So that was, that was sort of what happened last year. And I don't know if it's going to be any better this year. Uh, I'm hoping that because it's in person classes and we're now vaccinating younger and younger. My, my, my oldest has, has been vaccinated now. My youngest hasn't yet, but my oldest has, um, I'm hoping that, uh, that, that, Things will will continue to to be in person and not uh, not at home because that was 
God, that was just a, a friggin' mess. I, I, having a workspace that's dedicated to any kind of specific task so helps in making sure that you stay task-oriented, I think. You know, some people can work from home. For school, I don't think kids can. Uh, I know I can't. Um, yeah. Regardless of the fact that uh, you can't do a home surgery on anybody but yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, that's – that's that's me uh that's that's my life update um but uh i guess if we're gonna move on um my name is will and uh, i'm an alcoholic my name's Tiki. i'm an alcoholic and danny's not an alcoholic he's just not here sad for check-in this week uh i you know the the fallout from last week's revelation about having somebody that that uh, had a family member that died because of late stage al- or late stage end stage alcoholism <clears throat> sort of carried over for the most part. But you know, there's still there's still times when when things uh, you know pop their their ugly head up for for small moments in time where I'm like, oh man, a scotch would be really good right now, or a beer. Honestly, I think it's the beer that I miss the most. It's not, it's not, I'd be lying if I said that getting drunk didn't sound fun sometimes, but I, I do miss, I, I do miss a beer. Uh, but we've, uh, we've, we've gone into that. We've, we've hashed that out. There's, there's a bunch yeah. of reasons why I loved beer. Uh, taste and the Such hobby of making it. So oh many varieties. And, there's so much to it. Well, it's so, like, I think that there are healthy expressions of culture that revolve around drinking. Like when I first got into beer making, I thought that the history of beer making in Germany, I thought that was really kind of an interesting thing. And I, I did a little bit of research on, on the, the German beer purity laws, which anytime you say German and purity at the same time, everybody sort of puckers up, but uh, it's basically yep. just the idea that you only make beer with, with four ingredients and that's it. Nothing else. It, you know, no additives, no fruits, no, you know, uh, no, no vanilla porters, nothing like that. Just, just time and, and specific grains and and water and and that's it i thought that that was kind of interesting and i thought that the cultural aspect of that was really interesting without the overindulging and the bad personality traits that it brought up in in me around that uh around around drinking uh in and of itself so you know if i could compartmentalize one from the other i absolutely would love it but you know obviously that's that's not something i'm capable of uh i still have not watched since since becoming sober 21 months ago still have not watched the movie beer fest and i love that movie it was so stupid and just fun and goofy and you know <laughs> it was fun to drink along with it uh which you know maybe that that tells you a little bit about uh about some stuff but yeah yeah i i Still haven't watched. Still haven't watched that movie. Ever since, don't know if I don't know if I will. Don't know if it would uh, bring things up. Uh, so yeah, bubbly water and and 
and crystal light and crystal light derivatives. That's uh, that's yeah. that's my drinkies. That's my drinkies. Crystal light, huh? Well, Mio, but it's just it's just crystal light I, with a different with I a know, newer hip name. It is, yeah, yeah. And lots got, of monster energy. I've got a, I've got a, I've got a thing of that right now. Um, yeah. I do lots of energy drinks though, so yeah. I didn't, I didn't. Um, I think I think last night when I when I went for a ride, my big problem had been I was I was just bored. Sure. And boredom leads to so many other things. So oh, yeah. I was like, I've got to, I was like, I got to get out of the house. I've got to go for a ride. I've got to do something. And I think I was like texting with Rachel, and she was like, you can just hop on your motorcycle and go riding. And I was like, okay. And I didn't really plan out where I was going to go. I mean, I had like a thought, and then like I totally missed the exit that I needed in order to get where I was going and I wanted up just kind of in Boulder and then I was like as erasers not erasers pet shop boys go west is playing in the background yeah pretty much it wasn't really thinking too much I was I was like I was like well you know it's kind of cool out there it's nice and temperature wise it's really sweet so I was I'll go there you know got there hopped off the bike you know walked around for a little bit to get my butt a little less numb and then um headed south on 93 and it was a, it was it was a very pleasant ride i yeah. actually thoroughly enjoyed myself and the sun went down and it was nice and cool at times the only thing that i do remember more than anything else is as i was riding because i have those i have my two jackets right i've got my mesh armor and i've got the leather one that i got from you yeah, yeah. and uh i was riding along and i was wearing just my mesh armor <laughs> i was like man you know i really should have <laughs> I probably should have grabbed that other armor <laughs> this would have been a perfect you know this would have been a really good night for it like you know it's like 60 degrees at some places where i'm hitting this is this is perfect. And yeah, unfortunately that that jacket is a it's it's bulky for even for saddlebags it's bulky. Like I, I have you know, you've seen you've seen the 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 hard cases I've got on my bike. It's it's big even for those to, yeah, to try. I don't to I didn't I didn't I, oh, I don't mind. I don't mind its bulk or anything. As long as the weather is going to agree with it. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind the bulk at all. The the problem is like when it's like 95 oh, degrees outside. Yeah, no, I, that thing's miserable. At that like, time, oh yeah. my god this is such a mistake i've made a terrible decision <laughs> um but yeah and i mean that was that was probably the 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 toughest was just kind of like hitting that boredom was yeah. really was really bad i didn't enjoy that at all and that's really the probably the toughest thing um other than that things have been I mean, i've watched like several more very bad movies um, Which we'll get into tonight on Tiki Stakes. I actually do have a question really quick. Maybe sure. you maybe you remember this. Orlando Bloom, he made a movie about Pompeii and Mount Vesuvius when it erupted. Didn't that have Kiefer Sutherland in it? Might have. I, I don't remember. I probably actually should have looked this up. Because uh, there's a movie, there's an older movie that, that I believe that, that that Orlando Bloom's maybe a remake of. But I've, I've just got a... Anyway, I'll, I'll look it up. I'll look it up during the during the break and, and figure it out. But yeah, it was, it's another really bad movie. Like uh, I mean, I, among the other like really bad movies that I've got, I did compile a list of all the movies that I've the, the bad movies that I would uh, be willing to talk through. Um, and you know, and it grows. It, it does grow every week. But sure, I I was able to like jot down like I think right now I'm at eighty seven. <laughs> like, that you've watched? Like, yeah. <laughs> Like, Good. like not like not a one of them is like one that I'm looking at and going no 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 no, no. that was like a that's a that's a good I you know when I talked to when I talked to Rachel about it she goes I was like well I should have like a list because there actually are a lot of really good but kind of obscure movies that I've seen that I think that people should be reminded of to go and watch I, I think and, that you should separate them out into obscure but good sort of thinking, 
And then, the sort of thing is I'll, is I'll have a is I'll have a is I'll have a quick uh, reference of like this is the terrible movie I watch, and then I'll just jump into and here's what you should watch instead. <laughs> like, don't watch the bad movie that I saw. But like, I, I, I watch like <laughs> I watch like ten bad movies, and I find one good one, and I'm like, oh, well, that was cool. I gotta ask, are you trying to be like Schindler? For the for watching the bad movies, where like the producers and directors of these movies will put stones on your grave when you die. Like, that maybe yeah. Is that's that what, what you're I, trying to do? I could have watched more. I could have I could have seen so much more. I could have seen more. No no I no when I die it'll be more like Kurtz in the uh, in, in the end of Apocalypse Now just staring up at the stars and going the horror the horror. The horror. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's all good. I'll, we'll talk more about it later. I just I just just off the top of my head, I was like, hey, have you seen this Orlando Bloom movie with he's? Let me see. I'm gonna I'm gonna type in his name into Google and see if he's got. Uh, Pompeii. Oh, yeah. It wasn't the one with Kiefer Sutherland. That that's got Kit Harrington, and it's actually called Pompeii. It's like Kiefer Sutherland, Kit Harrington, Carrie on Moss. Um, other people, Pompeians. Yeah. No, no, no. That's it. Oh, that's it. Oh, wow. I, wow. I did yeah. not see him listed as part of the cast. I wonder if he's like trying to keep that on the deal. Was it in Orlando Bloom? Uh, I didn't see him on there. Or is it Kit Harrington? And I'm just thinking it's Orlando Bloom. You're like one English pretty boy actor, another English pretty boy actor. I, you know what it is? It's because the number of expressions that they can do with their faces is roughly the same. That's so hurtful to either one of them, <laughs> both of them. <laughs> I this whole time thought that that was. Eh, what are you gonna do? I'm just well, disappointed that uh, Pompeii wasn't Kiefer Sutherland's uh, name in a in the film where he goes Jack Bauer and headshots everybody uh, in a Mediterranean on a Mediterranean island. No, 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 no. Pompeii was, uh, I believe it was a mainland area anyway. Was Pompeii on mainland? I don't know. Yeah, it was It was like a coastal kind of city, but it was, you know, it was another one of those situations where humanity was like, what the hell is that? Well, Looks like a mountain. Ooh, it's a volcano. Showing, you know what we should do? My, uh, my ignorance then. City. Build a city right here, right next to the volcano. Human beings have had a had a serious problem with setting up cities in, in places that just are just terrible. We should build a city. You know where we should build a city? There's this big bay right on this fault line. You know where we should uh, Fuck, uh, build yeah. a city? There's this great swamp, and I love the <laughs> mosquitoes. I think I think we should. Be- and then uh, we'll have uh, we'll have we'll have wonderful wonderful uh, uh, donut like things that people come from all over to eat called beignets. Friggin' Louisiana, friggin' Orleans, <laughs> friggin' swamp. And who thought of Florida? Terrible idea. No really weird thing is like you you had like America like invaded that on purpose because like Spain was like, hey man, there's like nothing we can do about that place. <laughs> and like we invaded and we're like, ha, now we've got it. Now we've got Spanish. it. Bath salts for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't invented Tide Pods yet, but you get <laughs> <laughs> trust you me. That's funny. So uh, anything uh, anything for check in this week? No, that was that was it. I just got like I said, I got I was you got uh, bored. I was and, afraid of being and bored. And that was going to be a potential trigger. Yeah, I got you. Bro. Oh. So for nice drinky topic, uh, I don't have anything that's 
particularly germane to us, but since we are speaking in generalities about mental health, mental health awareness, and trying to make sure that signals for mental health are boosted, I recently, in my YouTubinizationings, uh, came across a human being that goes by the moniker Dr. K. Dr. K is a, uh, he is a, I think a board certified psychiatrist who was trained at Harvard and his actual name is Dr. Alok Kanogia. I know that I'm butchering that name and I apologize. Um, but he is trying to, and kind of, you know, sort of has, uh, effectively created a bridge between the gaming world and mental health. So he streams under the name healthy gamer underscore GG on Twitch. And they also have a website called healthy gamer, which is uh, at healthy And it's uh, mental health for the internet generation. And it combines a whole mess of, of different possible avenues for people to take a look, get the help that they need from uh, watching content of, uh, quote, therapy sessions. They're not therapy sessions, but they act much like one would. Uh, there's a Discord community. There is, you can reach out for private private or group coaching uh and those are those are pay to play but uh i think the sessions start at 24 dollars. by the way none of this is sponsored this isn't like something that we have uh as a podcast anything to do with i just thought that this was kind of a cool and novel idea and something that um that we sort of touch on so uh i think that i will be diving into their community their 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 discord community uh, and uh, I'll be taking a look at, uh, at, at some of the, the, the content uh, that Dr. K has put out and maybe taking a look at some of his Twitch streams because I'm, I'm interested in the approach. Uh, we keep, or I keep talking about wanting to, to start streaming on Twitch, and unfortunately I got sick with a cold the last two weeks, so I postponed it because I wasn't feeling great and my voice sounded like I had been, you know, smoking, t- uh, you know, four packs of cigars a day for for 20 years but that's kind of the same sort of thing that I would like to do although you know not from a therapeutic uh standpoint just from a community building hey there's there's a place where alcoholics are getting together they're on twitch make our own discord that kind of thing so um that yeah that was it that that didn't have uh have any more uh ticky you took a look at the website really quickly i don't think uh much more than than just a, a cursory glance at it but but uh i i think it's a novel i think it's a novel approach i think it's an interesting idea and it's something that i would like to explore personally yeah go ahead dude by all means because you you found your psychiatry today was that it psychology today psychology yeah. today yeah okay. that's where i found my yeah, uh, my therapist yours. Um, and that's, I mean, there's, I, I've also been pointed to a, a website called Sondermind, which is, which is another spot where you can go and, uh, take a look for 
therapists, psychologists, psychiatrists, you know, whatever kind of mental health help you need, you can take a look for it. And, uh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, psychology today, Sondermind and, uh, healthygamer.gg. Uh, go check them out. If you have any, uh, thoughts, questions, desire to, uh, to start talking to somebody, get some coaching, get some support. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. So moving right into gaming, what's uh what's up with gaming, buddy? You doing anything? No, playing I'm anything, actually playing not anything? doing much. I haven't been playing anything lately. I've been, I don't know. I've been taking a lot of naps. <laughs> Probably what I've been doing the most. So you've been dreaming. Yeah, dreaming of games. Yeah, I don't. Um, it just I just haven't I haven't gotten in anything. I don't have anything on my uh um on my on my calendar, on my, you know, to-do list in terms of games. Yeah, the shine um, from Neo sort of ran Yeah, off. I think that I, well, Neo's fun and all. I just gotta, you know, I don't want to do it by myself. You know, it's like the opposite of masturbation, so. You mean sex? Whichever. <laughs> Potato, patata. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious where. <laughs> Neo is the opposite of masturbation. Yeah, I don't want to do it by my wait. I want it. Yeah. You so I want you to do don't it with want to masturbate people. by yourself. So yeah. you're just like me with the King Supers parking lot thing. Okay. That's All right. no, no, similar. No, no. Yeah. I'm, very I'm similar. I'm proud in that for, sense. Uh, for well, no, mine is. You know what? I don't think the I don't think the metaphor is really working at this point. Nope. Just, nope. You lost it. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, though. Analogy. Anyway. <laughs> Sex. It's better with other people. I got you. I got you. We we got there eventually. We turned a corner. And found a. I'm proud of us. Uh, a neo gangbang. <laughs> Oh, I tried to I tried to play with our mutual friend the other day, but uh, by the time that I'd sent him a text, I don't know. I, I I'm getting to this like conclusion that that more and more my friends kind of have the if if somebody else wants me to do it, I don't necessarily want to do it, and I include myself in that. Like like Danny's like that, and Russ seemingly sometimes is like like if he's not already loaded in, he doesn't want to like load it up by himself. I don't know. It's it's interesting. Uh. Interesting phenomena. Weird world we live in, right? It's a weird world we live in. So for me, gaming, so I had been playing a lot of Hell at Loose, and I'm still, I still really enjoy the game. But one of the, one of the streamers that I watch has me going back to an old favorite. Sorry, that's, uh, that's me unlocking my Switch for, for my family to, to be able to play video games right now. Uh... I don't know if you ever played Darkest Dungeon, but when it goes on sale on Steam, you should definitely pick it up. And I'm talking to you, Tiki. It's a brutally hard dungeon crawler. So, like, it's a side-scrolling, turn-based dungeon crawler that reminds me of a graphically updated... Uh, version of a lot of the sort of dungeon crawlers that we would have enjoyed on PC when we were uh, like, uh, you know, mid to like early mid nineties where you have like, you have a village and you have resources and you have uh, upgrades that you purchase for the village. And then the upgrades that you purchase for the village transfer to your cast and crew of characters. And you have a, roster of characters that you will cycle through going into dungeons and doing dungeon delving and there are it's very cthulhu-esque a lot of eldritch 
uh, evil power kind of thing where your characters are slowly going insane while they are also trying to like you're, you're trying to manage a health bar and a sanity bar at the same time and when either one of those two things goes down you end up with like personality quirks that can be some of them uh like if you have a rally uh like you you have like a stressful moment of the game and one of your characters rallies they can get good character traits from it but more often than not you end up with like kleptomania or fear of the dark or uh sadomasochism or you know some other type of in game effective personality quirk for a character that will change how that one character might play but because you have a a roster of like i think you start with like a uh, a, a potential roster of up to like 13 characters and you're like some of them you have trying to de-stress in town by going to the brothel or gambling or visiting a church or meditating or going and uh I think there was there's one area called the flagellatorium where you they, like you flagellate yourself like whip yourself with a scourge to to clear stress off. It's it's a it's a it's a brutal dark dark game, but it's it's a ton of fun. Um, the the gameplay loop is pretty addictive, and I've been enjoying uh, I've been enjoying getting back into that. Cool. And I I hopefully like to be hopefully like to be streaming that uh i've got a couple of other games uh pc games that that i'm interested in there's a, a game called high fleet which looks sort of like a 1960s war game but set like the aesthetic is like 1960s but it's set in the future so your what you're controlling to do battle are like airships which is kind of novel and interesting, but the the console, the user interface for the whole thing, is it's like a 1960s radio, like dials, buttons, and you you press the you use your mouse to depress buttons on the screen, um, which have a very tactile sort of uh, sort of sensation to to do that kind of thing. So that looks kind of that looks kind of interesting, and then um, for for tabletop stuff i've got the majority of my germans all painted for bolt action which is my the world war ii tabletop uh war game that i'm that i'm exploring uh i've got a couple of a uh, couple of vehicles i gotta get done for them and then i've got my command squad so uh, a second lieutenant and a, a radio operator a medic that kind of thing and then uh, I've got the 3D printer fired up for creating some fun three-dimensional terrain that will that uh, hopefully I'll be able to, to use and play with. And then after that, I'm going to start moving into a game called Warcaster, which is a game from Privateer Press, uh, which is the same company that puts out War Machine and Hordes, which is the game that our mutual friend Russ and I played for years and years and years and would still be playing if only he didn't live 1222 miles away mm, i've not been counting the miles i've made that drive once that's the only reason i remember it there you go then yep 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 so uh that's that's uh that's me for gaming i'm you know i'm i'm embracing the hobby side of things during the day uh when the kids are gone and i've got most of the chores done and then at night after they go to bed uh turn off all the lights put on the spooky music and play some darkest dungeon and uh get uh slapped around by some cultists of the old gods 
which is just such a such a good game such a good game i actually thought the aesthetic that i i thought that you would love the aesthetic of the game so very very much like they're they've got an insmith sort of area with uh you know creatures from the deep um they have it, it's it's it, it really is kind of a cool cthulhu-esque you know lovecraftian-esque uh uh aesthetic game that uh that that i if it goes on if it goes on steam sale you should definitely see about picking it up because it's a lot of fun all right with uh with that being said tiki's takes make my ears bleed with your terrible movie yeah wonderful review in the 90s there were a couple of movies called jack frost one of which uh starred Michael Keaton, who somehow dies and and possesses the snowman in his front yard. And yeah, we talked about that last week. No, 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 no. That was that's the good version of Jack Frost. Oh, this is the other Jack Frost, which is a holiday classic. Truly, almost as great as you know, Frosty the Snowman. No, I mean you you talked about this. You've talked about this movie on on the podcast before. Oh, did I talk about this one? Already? Yeah, yeah. You you've you've talked about this movie on the podcast before. No, I hadn't. This is a terrible movie. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, I can talk about that one very easily. <laughs> I don't know if it marked off on my list. Now I'm going to mark it off. Uh, yeah, I think two weeks ago. Uh... Jack Frost. All right, so let's see here. I will go ahead and talk with uh, talk about uh, the movie that we spoke about earlier. We were talking about Pompeii. There is a movie uh, starring Sybil Danny uh, called Warrior Queen, and this is from the 70s. And it takes place in Rome in Pompeii and um, Sybil Danning is the main character. She's this badass warrior queen. And as the main character, she has a total of like 15 words that she says through the entire movie. But she is rocking that, that, that V cut, uh, uh, leotard. Oh yeah. She's don't get me wrong. She's hot as hell in this, but she doesn't say anything. I'm like, I don't know if like there was a contract where they're like, yeah, we'll just pay her by the word. And then somebody was like, cut all of her lines. We'll save a ton of money. (laughs) <laughs> that's the way that it really, really kind of comes across exploitation uh, thy name is sybil danning <laughs> yeah i mean i think it was like 20 minutes in and i was like she's only said like two things like after like 20 minutes and then i get to like the 45 minute mark and i was like she still hasn't said anything she's been on screen several <laughs> times there, there have even been like big interactions with her and other characters and she doesn't talk she just kind of like rolls her eyes or shakes her head um and the movie itself, though, with this uh, civil, civil Danny, we have uh, a guy named Chuck Vincent who directed it. Uh, I know what you're thinking. A man named Chuck Vincent has two first names, and why you are would, right. Why would his parents do that to him? I don't know. I, I, I don't can... know. <laughs> I don't know. I imagine that when you get the last name Vincent, you've got to be like, okay, we got to come up with something for his first name. Um, he is known for directing, and I, and I kid you not, I, had to look, I looked these up just to see. You mentioned exploitation. Oh my uh, god, yeah. I mean, the, Slammer, the cover yeah. to this movie is three buxom, beautiful women in bikinis. <laughs> and the yes. title is called, it's it's not called We Went to the Pool for Two Hours. It's called Warrior Queen. Yep, and it, and, and uh, Chuck Vincent is also known for uh, directing uh, these Emmy uh, award-winning movies, uh, Slammer Girls, Sex Pot, and Young Nurses. Um, it's just like, so there's like this point, I actually have in my notes, there's like this point in the movie where I'm watching it and I was like, you know, this might actually be porn. <laughs> like, I, like, <laughs> seriously. 
<laughs> but like the cover, it shows like it shows like the character like she's like standing like almost like a Conan type pose, like a massive sword. And Seriously, it's warrior queen, and it's like this looks like it could be like Red Sonia. Yeah, yeah. I turned it on, and I'm like. Okay, there are a lot of boobs in this movie. 1984 AVN Award winner for best screenplay for the film Puss in Boots. Was that Chuck Vincent? That's Chuck Vincent, 1984. He's, he's, a, he's a treasure. He apparently, yeah. yeah. So, it went, and it, so And I pride myself on knowing a lot of different movie actors and stuff like that and, and, and different character actors from different movies. And at one point in time, I was like, I had my notes. I'm like, holy shit, it's Lou Ferrigno. What's he doing in this movie? And then after about a minute and a half, I'm like, no, that's not Lou Ferrigno. That's like Lou Ferrigno's. Like if they just ran out of the DNA code about it's, it's 90% of the way through. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's uh, uh, my God, I see, I see Sybil's wearing heels in this, which I was like, wow, that's very Roman of you. Um, <laughs> yes. Deep, <laughs> deeply Roman. Those How historically, stilettos. Yeah, I cannot believe this movie is not more historically accurate. Um, then, then, then at one point in time, probably my favorite thing, and this is this stems from my days in Amcard, but she's wearing like uh, armor. Which is, it's it's literally like, it looks like two big ashtrays, like two big circular ashtrays that are just pressing her boobs in. Like, in no way, shape, or form does this conform to her body type, to her, her chest, anything. It looks like two flat pieces of glass that somebody was like, you know what we can do with these? <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> they're just coasters that somebody was like, you know what? I see, I see, like, the costume, the costume creator is like, you know, this is going to work and will come in way yeah. under budget once Wait, again. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, just don't forget to thank the costume guy for this one. Way to go, sir. You know, and you know, it, was funny, a, like, it had to have been a guy who came up with that. There's no way there was a woman who was like, oh, yeah, this will be comfortable. <laughs> I, except, like, I'm not saying that there's a direct correlation here, but I know that I've seen this costume I know that I've seen these costumes at Ren Fair. I know that I yes. have. I remember Better being down. like 14, seeing one very, very, very statuesque uh, Amazonian woman, like like three inches taller than me and just, just very curvaceous and wearing basically a, a pair of teacup plates and yeah. a bikini bottom and and a sword strapped across her back right. and a, and like a cloak like like yeah, yeah I, and you and you know what's really funny is you thought that uh, that Ariel's like seashell uh, bikini was tasteless. This is this is just so much better. Nope, I just wanted to know where 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 the hole was. Yep, that, that was all I wanted to know. I I, I didn't uh, didn't have a lot of uh, expectations for. I was I was just entering puberty, so the yeah. the weird thing that was happening in my pants. Uh, I just wanted to know how to how to how to find a, a way to stop having that strange strange itch. Well, we we talked about that earlier in the podcast. A uh, portable glory hole is probably the best way to go. <laughs> go, go, uh, to if, yeah, go to confession. So uh, so so the movie is like it actually centers around uh, two and and this is going to sound familiar because this I did look up the plot of the movie Pompeii. There's two charioteers who are rivals who uh, kind of hate each other. And they are set to race in the big game that's coming up right before Mount Vesuvius erupts. Like, like all of this is, it, it, it really does seem like a very, a very thin, like thinly veiled, like plot steel. Although why you would steal this plot, I don't know. Um, 
they they do the typical thing like in the 80s they have like this one girl who's like a slave girl and they're like she's a slave girl and like she's she's really precious because she's a virgin and everyone's like ooh but her eyeliner's like, on point yeah like like weird like weird but but she's blonde hair blue eyed and they're like she's from Palestine and I'm like what <laughs> like like really blonde hair like uh, I think California Palestine is that a city in California yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a suburb just, of L A yeah does not look it's not very convincing, but in the '80s, like right, like like white people had to play like every role still, and like same. It wasn't as bad as it had been before, but it was still pretty awful. Oh yeah, I, um, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it's... <laughs> and the one the one thing I can't the the one thing that I have a hard time understanding in this is is that Donald Pleasance is in it. He played Doctor No. Like, you gotta <laughs> eat. I, I gotta pay the rent. <laughs> Mortgages to be paid, I guess. <laughs> guy's like, he's like, I've been divorced yet. Again. I've been divorced yet again. <laughs> There's just more alimony I have to pay. What? Oh, there's a movie coming up that want me to play a part. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sign on. It'll be. It's not like it's gonna be porn, right? <laughs> I mean, not yet. <laughs> it's like someone's gonna walk around in like dinner plates on her tits, like looking like that's supposed to be armor. That would be ridiculous. Oh fuck, that is gonna happen. Did we already sign? We wait, did. Okay. Wait. The word word. We're 30 days into shooting? Oh, no. <laughs> like All right. Donald... Uh, I'll like, do like, scenes now. The plus side is, is you have Donald Pleasance there, and he he is a good actor. I mean, call him what you will for all the different things he did, but, like, to me, I was, like, really... Like, when his character finally shows up, I was just really like, holy shit, Donald Pleasance? Like, why are you in this? Like, you have... You don't have to do this if you don't want to. Like, my God, man. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, the guy who actually... uh. Oh, yeah, that's right. There was a scene with a death frisbee with Discount Lou Ferrigno. For some odd reason, it was like in the games where they try to like murder the, the gladiators. And they like the, they have the two guys who are like, literally like, throwing a frisbee at each other. And like at one point in time, it decapitates somebody in the audience. It's just... I had so many questions about that. Because like, it looks like it's made out of plastic. It doesn't look heavy at all. And you have like you have like discount Lou Ferrigno, who is like massive, and the guy's like really muscular. Like he probably roids it up, big Lou old hairy Ferrigno. chest and everything. Yeah, Lou Ferrigno's like discount clone. Like, but like you have him on one side of it, and then like uh, and then, and then you have the other gladiator, the other uh, charioteer, who's also like really ripped and like in really good shape as well. And like every gladiator, either one of them faces in the entire movie, is. It's like they went to like Seven Eleven and just found some people standing out front and were like, "Hey, do you want to be in a movie?" It like they're out of shape. They've got like beer bellies. It's yeah, you know, like these are the high. These are the best trained gladiators we've got. Like, wow, did you did you spend any time training them like at all? <laughs> like, what'd you train them to do? Eat ho hos and ding dongs. Um. So anyway, needless to say, our heroes. They both survive their trials of the like pre-game games. Mount Vesuvius finally erupts, which finally happened, and I was like, "Oh, cool!" Just they don't run from the gods, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, there's like an earthquake, and there's like, some other things. Well, like one point in time, there's like a massive earthquake, and like in the movie, it happens, and then like nobody talks about it, nobody brings it up. Nobody in the city, nobody, none of the characters ever say anything about, hey, remember that earthquake that happened the other day? It was like a seven on the Richter scale. It was pretty wicked, huh? Like What's nobody, scale? it just it just doesn't get brought up again. Like the, the, about Vesuvius erupts, and I'm, I'm sure that there's got to be like one of the characters who's like, oh, oh, yeah, the earthquake is a precursor to this. Gotcha. Damn. But they don't. 
And uh, and it looks like what it really looks like is if you had uh, when they're like escaping the city, uh, aside from the fact that it's some of its stock footage of other buildings and other places falling, a lot of its models that are collapsing, and it's very obvious. <laughs> um, the like the the actors going down the street as they're like escaping the city are like it it's like it's like if I went if it if I cut through my neighborhood and like all of my neighbors decided to start having barbecues at the same time. That's like what the smoke is like. It's they're like, uh, uh, oh no, people are dying and falling over. And I'm like, that's is that rubber I, sauce? It's not. It's <laughs> yeah. It doesn't. It didn't. It did. It basically doesn't look very lethal. And I suppose that you could, you could argue that it's like cyanide or something like that. But it was really. It was very silly. Um, just in, and, they, only and, had, yeah. they only had a budget for uh, for uh, they they couldn't even afford a smoke machine. It's just a. Just some dry ice in a small tub. <laughs> <laughs> they've got like yeah, right. They've got like one dude who keeps on blowing out a candle and then like shooting yeah. a fan like over the smoke. Aha! Well, and the and the and the, the camera angle is really bad too because the camera angle is actually up from above where they're at and it's tracking along like watching them go. And as far as like views go for cinematography, this isn't a bad look if if you're actually following action down on the street that has a clear line of sight. But as you're trying to display this drama, it the smoke looks very clearly close to the camera, but it doesn't look at all close to the actors. So the, the smoke has risen very high, and so your camera is now up in the middle of that smoke. But you're still a good like 30, 40 feet away from the actors. So it just it just didn't work. It, lo- it looked like you know the cameraman, whoever's running that camera up there, that rig, is probably really unpleasant. I don't think anybody else on set is actually having a bad time. <laughs> like in all reality, so they're just like, you know what, you know what, uh, we don't like Jerry today, so he's going to do the smoke up there. By hey, you're on camera, we're gonna have, we're gonna have, <laughs> we're gonna have uh, one of our production assistants uh, uh, just uh, blow Swisher sweet smoke right into his face. <laughs> right. That's, that'll be our smoke machine. <laughs> Nobody will even question this. Trust us, it's going to be an awesome effect. <laughs> So like so like all the, the the main character like the good guy charioteer and uh, discount Lou Ferrigno he dies, uh, but the good guy charioteer and uh, I was emotionally like, invested. Damn, I was Damn I you. was I was to the 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 blonde hair Palestinian girl, um, and by the way the charioteer guy he's also blonde hair blue eyed. <laughs> Just suddenly thinking about how ridiculous this is. So, so basically everybody from California escapes Pompeii. <laughs> And they like, I but like they, they all could be Pompeii. <laughs> yeah, so like they escape and they go up this hill and they're like, "All right, like we made it." And you're like, "Oh, that's that's it, huh?" And they're like, "Yeah, like we got out of the city, we made it up here on this hill, we're good." And like Sybil Danning shows up and like I don't like she she's there. She doesn't say anything. She just kind of shows up like she has a she had a sword on her hip. She threw it into somebody's back earlier. Is it but she's like, like the 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 blonde animated lady from heavy metal like like just yeah. boob plates and no lines just, just just that well the other thing you have to remember is on like the kill count counter uh the bad guy discount lou ferrigno who's really the bad guy his he said he was the good he guy. A, i didn't i said he was just discount lou ferrigno there's a good guy there's a good guy charioteer his rival oh okay, right okay if you look at like what all their total kill counts are I mean, it's they're like in the low, probably the low single digits, like two or three each killed. Bummer. Um, Sybil Danning, who doesn't say shit in this entire movie, I think she has like 
four or five kills. Like, she kills more than, you know, actually more like six or seven. She has more kills than anybody else. <laughs> like, hands down. But no lines, and then they just clearly exploit her for her boobs. Seems so. Uh, there you have it, seems, Warrior Queen. Don't watch legit. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, just looked, I just looked up a professional review. Uh, Warrior Queen, 1987. How bad is it? This might be Sybil Danning's worst film, which is a feat in itself. Should you see it? No. <laughs> That's it. That's the review. <laughs> the synopsis: The Emperor's mis- the Emperor's mistress fights to have a girl released from a brothel, or at least moved to a better one. It's yeah. That's actually that's actually another plot point that I didn't bring it up because it's in the it's in the description, but it's really deceptive. They're like they're like yeah, she's totally there to help save these these slave girls, and it's like she she doesn't she never does that. She doesn't she I mean she kills some people sure, but she doesn't like she doesn't like uh, save anybody from slavery or do anything like morally or righteously above board. She's I mean, really, if that's her task, if that's like her thing, because by the way, in the movie, she has slave girls working for her directly. So clearly she's okay with this at some level. Product of her time. That's that's all that is. When in Pompeii, you get, you get slaves. That's how much is that going to suck if you're like her slave and her servant? And like the whole time she's like, we've got to work to save this Palestinian girl from California. And you're like, why? Like, oh, we got to get her freedom. Yeah, but. But what about but me? Like, like I follow you everywhere. I do everything you ask. I, why? Why her? Like, what did she get saved? Like, what am I? She's like, we got to get her freedom. We? We? Good game. Go team. <laughs> so yeah, I would say uh, I would not watch this unless you've basically got uh, given up on a life. Lot of, yeah, I mean, if well, if you want to look at, there's a bunch of boobs in the movie. Um, there's nowhere on the internet you can see those. Yeah, unfortunately, that's true. Especially so I, I would... not with, uh, with so much graininess. Like, like I feel like <laughs> there's 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 probably a market for that. Like, you know what I like? I, I, I like an analog boob. It's like all <laughs> not a big fan of a digital boob. I, you know, oh my god, that's right. When I watched it, the first thing I saw was the uh, the VCR warning, the videotape warning. Yeah, from, like, the Interpol. FBI was, warning. It's like seriously, like this, you cannot copy this from v, for for a VCR or a VHS player. I'm like. Wow, like I had no intention of doing that, and this is a streaming movie, so wow. I kind of feel like <laughs> I feel like maybe that's what we should uh, we should do with this podcast. Like since since we are uh, since we've got such a limited uh, uh, listenership, we should start trying to lobby the government to uh, to really crack down on those VHS pirates. So anyway, I I will I will say this, and since we talked earlier about uh, I will have a, I have a movie to re- to actually recommend. And that's um, – um, there's a movie called uh, The Fair, um, D-F-A-R-E. Uh, very good movie, uh, really small cast, uh, really awesome kind of twist. Um, I don't ruin it for anybody, but it is a very, very good movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's kind of an art house picture, um, just a couple of people uh, who made it. Cool. So um, – yeah, I would. I, I highly recommend that. Uh, certainly over this Warrior Queen movie. Um, the eighties were weird. Ah, this is terrible. It's once again just like, wh- wh- what can't you do on cocaine? I just yeah, well, 
You know, you know, you know what's next on the list? Obviously, slammer girls, sex pot, or young nurses. Yeah, Those I, are feel be, like, uh... I feel like you have to go through uh, <laughs> go through <laughs> all Chuck Vincent's uh, his, his whole catalog, his whole, catalog, his whole, whole library. <laughs> Subject yourself to it. Just ease into it. Oh, no. I've already got enough Roger Corman going on. I don't need Chuck Vincent. You realize that this is voluntary. Nobody's making you do this. Save vs. Yeah, Poison podcast does not make you do this. I know. Good. I know. But uh, I do it because uh, that way other people don't have to. <laughs> you're like you're like the thief from uh, Conan the Destroyer. I was going to say Obi-Wan I, Kenobi. I, but I yeah. cry so he doesn't have to. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess you're I watch the shitty metaphor. movies so he doesn't have to. Conan the Destroyer, still a, that was a shitty movie. Still a great movie. Shitty movie. Destroyer was terrible. Barbarian, uh, great for its time. Uh, Destroyer quit, was awful. Quit ruining things. Oh, yeah. Thing you're gonna tell I ruined it. Just what, kids? Conan doesn't die at the end. Spoiler. Spoilers. Arnold Schwarzenegger, he never dies in a movie. All right. Well, that's my, that's my terrible review. Uh, watch The Fair. Don't watch Warrior Queen. All right, that's been Tiki's Takes, everybody. And just like every episode of the Save vs. Poison podcast, we're going to end off by shouting out to the mutual support groups that we would like you to contact or take a look at if you need support. Alcoholics Anonymous, AA.org, 212-870-3400, Moderation Management, Moderation.org, 212-871-0974, Secular Sobriety. Wow, they changed that to Secular AA. Interesting. Uh, SOSsobriety.org, 323-693-1633. They changed the number on it, too. Interesting. Smart Recovery, smartrecovery.org, 440-951-5357. And Women for Sobriety, womenforsobriety.org, 215-536-8026. Psychology Today, healthygamer.gg. And uh, check us out on Facebook and Twitter, uh, at versus save on Twitter, save versus poison podcast on Facebook. For all of us here at the save versus poison podcast, I'm Will. I'm Tiki. And we wish you warm, creamy regards. Good night, everybody. Uh-huh.